0: I want to go. I want to go to Mark eight tonight. Mark eight. Now, I I, I brought out some of this story a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday morning uh, when I was preaching on 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 Moses and Israel about they were acquainted. Israel was acquainted with the ways of the Lord. Moses knew the Lord. Uh, but but and I brought out a portion of this, and it's been laying in my head this, this story in particular. That I brung out. It's been laying in my head, and it's been, I, I, and 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 God's been doing this in my life here, the last year or so. He keeps I keeps overlapping me, on on scriptures. I, I mean, I can't get away from. I'll preach them one time, and there's always this overlap. There's more. There's more. There's more. I used to be able to preach. I could preach a a a, a text or a piece of scripture, and I was like, man, I exhausted that. I mean, I didn't, but in my mentality, I did. My revelation was shot. I mean, I'd emptied myself of everything I knew about it, but God just keeps overlapping for for whatever. I don't know the reasoning in that. I don't know what he's doing. I'm enjoying it because it gets, it gets deeper with the overlap and with the thinking on it, the meditating. It gets deeper and deeper, and that's really kind of what happened to this, and and, and actually, Keith even instigated some of this. He it was what he preached a couple of Friday nights ago when he was talking about God consciousness and the renewed mind and, and thinking like God and da-da-da-da-da, thinking, you know, God first and things like that. And all this kind of come together. So, But really, but really, I, I, I really just want I just kind of got this glob I want to preach at you tonight, just kind of this glob out of this story. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to work it out. Best I can, and, I, and, and, and and it won't be that hard because there's really just this one really, this really one big idea in this that, that that the Lord wouldn't let me get away from, and and it's and it's and it's even got to do with what's going on in our church and in our lives and things that's going on even right now. So, and 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 I'm just going to tell you, I want and what, here here's kind of my thought in this. I, I feel like the Lord put this in my heart so that, and this is kind of be a title I guess about thinking different. I want you to I want to use that, I guess thinking different I want us to say think different. that's really what he was trying to get over to the disciples I feel like in this story uh, so I want to read it mark eight mark eight we'll start with verse uh thirteen. We'll read it down to verse twenty one I'm not going to rehash it all, but uh, this this is the main part of it. This is it. so we'll read that and then we'll kind of fill in a little bit of the blanks, but this is this is and he left them and entered into a ship again departed to the other side now the disciples here remember, remember the bread story the disciples had forgotten to take bread neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf and he charged them now now, now Jesus Jesus ain't worried about the bread he's not worried about the bread Jesus in their little quiet moment, their little Sunday school room moment here on the ship, he's going to teach a little bit. So He said, we're going we're gonna to have a little Sunday school lesson. We're going to teach you all some things right here. And he, he he starts teaching. He says, he charged them saying, now listen, take heed, take heed, really pay attention, really really get this in your heart and your souls. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and, and, and of the leaven of Herod. And then in verse 16, the disciples, (laughs) they reasoned among themselves, saying, Is it because we have no bread? I just want to tell you something right here. They're not thinking right. I just want you to hear that. They're not thinking right. How many of y'all ever struggle with not thinking right? Never think right sometimes. But when Jesus knew it, he saith unto them, Why reason you? Because you have no bread. Perceive you not, neither understand. Have have your, your heart yet hardened. Is your heart yet hard?" Verse 18. Having eyes, see you not. Having ears, hear you not. And do you not remember? Don't you remember? And, of course, he takes them back to Mark 6. Mark 6, when I break the five loaves and the 5,000. And remember, he'd give it to them. And they, they distributed it. But they had, how many baskets full of fragments took you up? And, and they said, oh, we, still had, we fed 5,000 and still had 12 baskets left over. And when and this was just this was just a few hours ago or that day, when when the when with seven among seven loaves among four thousand, so they they've been they've been they didn't had this bread thing, just rapid fire day after day. Jesus Jesus was really trying to get something to him. He said, "How many baskets full?" Remember, same thing. He give it to them. They distributed what, did, what was left, what was left, what was left. He, they said, you know, they, they, they said seven. You know, we, we had seven. They said seven. And, it, and then he says this. And he said unto them, how is it, how is it that you do not understand? How, how is it you're not thinking? You're not thanking. You're missing this whole thing. Amen. amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word tonight, and I pray that you help me make, make sense of this. And help me, Lord, even here tonight, Lord, uh, to just uh, instill what you have put in my heart, and what I've been mauling over, and what's really stirred my heart, stirred my mind, uh, brought me to a, even a new thought pattern. Lord, help me, help me tonight to instill that. To bless your people with your congregation, to instill them, to even renew minds here tonight, dear God, renewing minds fresh here, dear God, that we'll we'll have uh, uh, your thinking, your perspective, Lord, that we'll see as you see, Lord. So to do that, open open the eyes of our heart tonight, Lord. Enlighten enlighten the eyes of our heart, Lord, that we can see, that we can understand and uh lord we believe you to do it we love you we praise you we honor you what an awesome you are a good god and and i know you'll do it and it's all in the name of our great savior in the name of christ jesus and all the people said come on let's let's, let's thank him tonight yeah we do we do we thank you lord we do yeah yes yes and uh of course, you know the backdrop of the story pretty much now. Uh, I won't go back and rehash much of it, but but the backdrop is that they just kept missing, really, what Christ was trying to teach. He 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 taught the he taught them in Mark six. You know they didn't have any idea how how we can meet this impossibility. How you know we've got no money, even if we had money, there's no stores. Even if we had plenty, there's no stores. There's 5,000 men plus. There's this, this impossibility. And, of course, he break it. He blessed it. He gave it to them. And they distributed it. And remember, remember, and he said, when they missed it, he said, you know, you, how, how is it that you didn't consider what's going on here? You, you didn't get a hold of that. And, and then it comes right back around, comes right back around in, in, in the scriptures right prior to the scriptures we read, that the same scenario, and they're right kind of right back in the same deal, and, and, and they're thinking, you know, send them away, Lord. Send them away. There's, there's so many here, you know, they're going to they're gonna fall out. Send them away. And, and, and it's like they've missed this again. And, Of course, Jesus goes back through this same process, has them sit down, do all that, and once again blesses it, distributes it. They distribute it, they give it out, and 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 they just keep missing it. And then they get in the boat to go to the to depart and go wherever to the other to the Betsaida or wherever they're going to the other side. And 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 he sees this. He sees this as a as a time to teach and, and to preach, and, and 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 but they're still missing it. They're still missing it in their thinking, and and they keep they keep thinking it was about the bread. It's about the bread, and and they keep missing it, keep missing. Well, uh, and really, all he's really trying to do, uh, that I, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you some scriptures here in a minute to, to tie this together, but he's trying to get them to think different he's trying to get them to a place where they don't see the lack the impossibility he's wanting them to think different he's really really, really where we get our we get our thought he was wanting to renew their mind that's what this whole It's what these whole two days was, or these two big events, and and as he's getting ready to settle into some teaching, he's wanting to renew their mind. How how many many knows the big renewing the mind scripture? I want us to put it up there. I just want us to see it. I want us to see it. Romans 12 and 2, Kayla. Romans 12 and 2. I just want us to see it. Uh, And It says this. He says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, transfigured, just like Jesus, remember when he invited them to his, I guess the only prayer meeting with the Father that he invited at a couple three invited three to. Remember? He invited them to this prayer meeting where Elijah and Moses and the glory of God and Jesus' garments and him, he radiated and he was transfigured right there before them. Same, same thing. There's this is transfiguring, this transforming, and, and and it's by by, by this renewing of the mind. Now, I know that gets a lot of work out in the church and a lot of work out in teaching. But I'm going to tell you what, it's a big principle in the kingdom. It's, it's a big principle in our success. It's a big principle in our walking the way God wants us to walk. It's a big principle in us living kingdom-minded. We, we, it's, it's big. And and I, and I probably don't give it enough fanfare. I, I know I know a lot of other teachers, preachers do, but it needs more probably, because it, it's about this because because then it goes on and it says this because be uh, transformed by the re- renewing of your mind. Listen, that you can prove. It's by this renewed mind that you can prove what is good, acceptable, even the perfect will of God. If you if you don't think right. You'll never get the will of God right. Really. If you don't get if you don't get the godly mind, the renewed mind, if you don't think like Jesus God wants us to think or see it, if you don't get the bread right, you're not going to ever get God's will right. You're not never going to be never going to get that part. You're not going to be able to, to prove really what it is. Amen. Amen. So that's why Jesus goes into this teaching. I believe in in verse fifteen. You can go back to Mark eight and fifteen. Jesus goes into this teaching in Mark. I'm going somewhere. Work it out. He goes into this teaching in Mark eight and fifteen, and he, you know, he's just assuming they got the bread thing right, but he's not give them two lessons. Anybody ever need three lessons? He charged them saying take heed and he brings out this thought of leaven this leaven and he brings out the Pharisees he brings out Herod how many know how many know that the Bible the New Testament teaches of another leaven and I'll get to it in just a minute it talks about the kingdom the leaven of the kingdom so, so and, and really what I want to what I want to see and I think I've got this right is is the leaven 11 uh, is, is really illustrative of, of influence really really strong influence because we even see in scripture it only takes a little a very little leaven a very little to 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 eventually it leavens the whole lump it gets us all or it gets all of you influence so, so he go, he breaks into this teaching about beware beware of these leavens he breaks into to, to beware of of certain influences, and and, and, and I'll, I'm going to talk about Herod first. He he breaks in to beware of the leaven of Herod, which which I feel like I feel like could be numerous things, but I, I, I'm sure it's it's a humanistic influence. I, I, I'm sure it, it's it's a man's system, government, maybe even political. System, he says, beware! Another, don't be influenced by humanistic influences, by man influences, by by systems of men. Don't don't do that. And, and one one of the one of the, one of the places I, I thought of as I was studying this out, and, and I see the danger because there's a great. When he says beware, take heed. It means there's a danger in this. I mean, that means there's, there's issues if we do not, and and of course we're going to operate. We're going to operate not with a renewed mind, but we're going to operate with a humanistic, man-like mind. And, and I, I thought of a story, and it's a common story. Matthew 16. This is a common story that, that really, that really kind of it's a scene. It's that scene where Peter. Remember, Peter was a hero, and then he was a zero. Remember, it's, it's that scene where where where, where, where Peter and, and and Jesus asked him, "Who who do you say?" that I am. Remember he's went through who do they say? Now who do you say? And of course Peter Peter gets it, man. He nails it. He says, "Man, you are the Christ, the son of the living God." Man, you are it. And of course Jesus is, is really shows excitement. He's really, "Man, blessed are you, Simon Bar Jonah." And he says this. He says this. He says he says, "Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father has revealed that you really nailed it. This, this, this is this is the right mind. This is right thinking. This, you're on cue, P- Peter. You're really there. You've got. You're thinking right. You're thinking right. And 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 of course, you know the scriptures. It's just a few moments later, uh, uh, like like two scriptures later, two verses later, and Jesus is talking about. How he must suffer and die, and all these things, and and Peter, because Peter's on a roll, man. You, you ever been on a roll? and You're like, I'm going to speak up right here. You know, you're just like proud of yourself. I mean, I nailed it last time. I'm going to jump right in here, and and he jumps in and and says, you know, be it far from you, Lord. Oh no, 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 Jesus, we can't allow this. Remember, remember. And, of course, that's where Jesus tells him, you know, get behind me, Satan. Remember? Remember? And and, do you remember why he said it? Because he said, because you don't savor the things of God, but you're savoring the things of man. You're not thinking right. right. The leaven of Herod man has slipped in the leaven of Herod of man has come in here's what I, I, I see in that and here's the danger in that humanity tying it in with just what I, with that story humanity without Christ at the center without Christ at the core inevitably goes demonic the, the thinking the thinking. Wrong thinking. Inevitably. Without Christ, without Christ at the core, without without him being at the center, his thoughts will primarily be demonic. Lest he has the renewed mind. That's a good point, Preacher Lee. I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, it was in my mind anyway. Anyway, anyway. Then there's this other uh, this other this other realm. He talks about the leaven of the Pharisees. There's this other, there's this other mindset. There's this other influence. How many know that we're either influenced by man? The systems of, or, 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 and this, and like I said, this may, this, this even according to some scriptures may be worse. This, this leaven of religion. I'm just going to tell you, in my mind it's worse because I would rather deal with a, with a man who's influenced by man than I would one that's influenced by religion. I have learned he the one that's influenced by man is a whole lot easier to minister or to preach to or to deal with than anybody ever who was influenced by religion. Now you into a hairball when you fool with somebody who is into religion. The leaven of the, it's this religious influence. Amen. And I believe it's just as demonic or maybe worse because Jesus devoted many, many places of scripture, but he devoted a whole chapter in Matthew 23 where he come against this leaven and pronounce woes, woes in an entire chapter, woes. And even even brought out the thought, brought out the thought about them, compassing land and sea, for one convert, and they end up being twice as bad a child of hell than even them. Influence, influenced by religion, and 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 here, here's what I want you to understand about religion, and I, I want you to get this because I, I believe that uh, uh, it, it's. And this is what's so tricky about it, because religion religion puts God at the center. It does, whoever, whoever they say he is. but they, It puts God at the center, but it ends up being impersonal and powerless. That's, that's religion. That's what Jesus is saying, beware. Beware of an impersonal, powerless form of Of with no power. Beware of that. That will make you a twofold child of hell. (laughs) Thank you for your enthusiasm. Well, just briefly, briefly, Matthew thirteen thirty three. Let me give you that. And here's the third leaven. And I'm not going to spend. But here's the third leaven. Another parable Jesus spoke unto them, saying, "The kingdom of heaven is like unto a leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened." And that—that's what we want. We want the leaven of the. We want the influence of the kingdom. We want the influence of the kingdom. Working in our life until until our whole, our whole being is influenced. till our thinking, until, until we think and our perspective and, and our view. Is, remember, remember when Jesus said, well, this is how we should pray. We should pray, uh, our Father who art in heaven, thy kingdom become, as it is in heaven, I want it to be like that in earth. That that's that's the whole lump when we are on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. That's the whole lump. And that's what we're after. We're after, and that's what Jesus that's why Jesus he's trying to leaven the lump even in this teaching. He in in the bread, in the miracles, in the in in, in the acts of power, in the acts, the actions of, of God moving. He's trying to leaven the whole lump. He's trying to le- in the teachings, the principles, and even beyond, he's trying to leaven the lump as they're going to the other side. He's trying to leaven the lump what he's after they're struggling because they're dealing why else was he teaching on the other leaven they're dealing with these other influences they're dealing with humanistic we know Peter was some of them was dealing with with probably the the Pharisees the the, the religion leaven being more influenced by that And, and it wasn't getting the renewed mind yeah, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you. Verse 16, Mark 8, and let's go to verse 16 now. Verse 16, of course, Jesus is, he's brought out these thoughts uh, uh, about the leaven. And listen to what they did. They, Jesus is teaching about the leaven. And they go to the place, and they, they reason among themselves Can, can you tell they they they've got a little bit of wrong thinking they, they, they've got the wrong leaven going on here there's this humanistic in right here going on anyway they reasoned among themselves saying is it because we have no bread I mean is that what's up with this is it because we have no bread and Jesus Jesus in, in verse 17. Jesus knew it. He saith, and this, this is this is it. This is this is a scripture I could not get away from. Jesus said, when he knew it, he said to them, "Why reason you? Because you have no bread." He he's not gonna freak out. How many know Jesus can adjust? Jesus is the one. Y'all y'all think I mastered this saying? J- Jesus mastered. I'll do something, even when your thinking is wrong. Even when you're not on point, even when you're not with me, I can work it, Jesus said. I'll work this. I'm going to turn this. I wasn't even going here, but I'm going to turn this point around, and I'm going to use this point right. I'll do something. And when he knew it, he said unto them, why reason you that you have no bread? I want you to let that this really get in there. Why reason you because you have no bed, no bread? He's saying, you're not thinking right. You're not thinking right. And I just want to tell us tonight, we're not thinking right when, when we always, when we face the challenge, when we face the deficit, when we face the impossibility, we're not thinking right if we always start with what we don't have. If we start with what we don't have, is it because we got no bread? Our process, it seems like our natural process when we face challenges, the natural process is to immediately look and see what we don't have. This is some thinking change. This is the renewed mind. We need to stop always thinking what I don't have right here. After the first miracle of loaves, the second one should have been easy. I'm not saying I'd have got it right either, but I'm saying it should have been. If the thinking is right at that challenge, at that challenge, their thinking should be Hey, hey, we, we've been here before. Right. Hey, right. hey, there's less people this time, and there's more loaves. Right. Right. We're in, Jack. We got this. But no, 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 no. They went right back, right back, right back to where they was at in this story. They're all freaked out. All freaked out, is it because we got no bread? Is that what's wrong? Is he mad because we ain't got no bread? No. But we go back, we always go back. Every challenge that we face, everything that, 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 that we look, we see, we, we, we look that first. We, we always think, what I don't have, what, what, what I'm lacking, what's not there. It's not thinking right. It's not thinking right. We're not getting it right. Jesus, Jesus goes on and he says, "Perceive you not? Neither do you understand." And then, and then he says, "This is your." And I, I think this breathes light into really why we do that sometimes. When he says, "Is your heart yet hard?" I believe hard hearts is what poisons our minds. That's another good point, brother. I hadn't really thought about that. I know. I know. I hadn't either. It's God's word just does that. I mean, hard hearts will mess with our thinking, with our right thinking. Hard hearts. And, and, and we won't, we'll see, come on, we'll see, but we won't see. They seen it, but they didn't see it. They heard it, but they didn't hear it. Didn't perceive it. Didn't get it. And, and that's kind of been my my worry, even about when God does things in our time. Is, is man? Do we really see it? Do we really hear it? We see somebody get radically saved, and and, and I, I, we give. All right, you'll probably hear that for a year (laughs) until I run a cycle. But somebody will get delivered by God from drugs or alcohol or some crazy lifestyle. They're totally set free, and we see it. It's manifested. (laughs) We see it, but do we really see it? And as Jesus was right. We've we've got sometimes hard heart trouble when we don't. I'm just coming right out of this word. I mean, I know I know I'm putting a little Lee Sarver twist on it. Somebody just told me that the other day. He said you just got a way of putting a Lee Sarver twist on things. And I said I don't really know what that means, and I don't know if that's good or bad, but but yeah. I might, I might. Amen. But they're not thinking right because they, they, their heart, the heart, they they seen it, but they didn't see it. Their heart, and their hard heart is now poisoned, and and he can't renew the mind. With that, the mind can't be renewed, and and I feel like I feel like, at any place, there's a hard heart. There, there's this. There's this thought. This is just always the thought. I, you could. There's a lot of stuff. these things that I'm talking about. I'm not exhausting any of them because these are big subjects: the renewed mind, hard heart. That's all too big, too big to even try to take in in one night. I'm just, I'm just skating along like a rock. Hard heart, to, what, What's the mandate to a hard heart? It's simple, ain't it? Repent. 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 What, what 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 is what is repent? Change your thinking <laughs> Change your thinking. Remember, remember Jesus' big message was repent for the kingdom of God is It's a shame it'd be that close and we not see it. Because of a hard heart, Amen. Repent, he said, and I believe that tonight. I believe that repenting is the change of mind. It's a change of mind, changing the mind. It's sorrow, and it's all that. But, but, and there's many other components to repenting. But it's about changing the mind. Amen. Amen. Here, here, you know what? Even with repentance, I, I believe this. I believe a lot of times we repent just enough, and and I ain't throwing off on this, and, I, and this is just my, own, I got no scripture of this. This is just me thinking. This is just some of my wild thoughts, and I I get a lot of them. I share some of them with Keith sometimes at three o'clock in the morning, yeah, and, and sometimes he he like sends me back a funny face, like. <laughs> but 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 sometimes I think we repent just enough to be forgiven, huh? Uh, but but don't repent really enough to 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 really see or or to really get a hold to. amen amen really to really change our mind. amen, repent enough to be forgiven, but but not enough to really see the kingdom and all of its impossibilities. I, I told brother Keith about three o'clock in one morning a couple weeks ago. Right after he preached that message and after I was going through this stuff, and here's, here was the thought coming in my mind. I told him, I said, because he, he talked about the carnal mind and the various things. And, and I said, a renewed mind. I believe it's a renewed mind, a renewed mind. Can see it, will look at the impossibilities, and they become logical. Logical. Rational. The Real. Turkey today? <laughs> Did y'all y'all eat late suppers? <laughs> amen, amen. I, I believe that though I do. Amen. A renewed mind, man, it, and a renewed mind. I believe this is continuous repenting, this continuous changing of the mind. It never stops. It never stops. It never stops. Just like me, as I mull over, the, and I'm liable to take this story home with me again tonight, and mull it over and mull it over, and even have something else change my mind. Ain't that ain't that scripture? Ain't that? And it's just content. I, and that's what the change of mind is. Like, Lord, I didn't quite have that. How many of you? How many of you in here tonight? You didn't quite have what you got tonight a few years ago. <laughs> you had to you had to have this continuous yeah. Amen. 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 So, so so I, I, I got to close. Uh, so, they've saw the bread multiplied two times. Two times. They saw it because I don't know if you realize this, I know Jesus blessed it, broke it but but theys the one that passed it out they the one that provide they the one that done this thing they the one that watched the baskets never run dry I mean we're talking all day long it's like I don't know how big the basket was. I don't know but they're like. Looking over at John, and you still got bread in your basket. It's like a never-ending soup bar, or something, you know. And it just keeps coming. They did that. They've witnessed. They've experienced that. Oh my Lord! And here, here, was my thought on this. And and I want, I want us to, I want us to get, I want us to put this in our heart. They seen this supernatural act. They seen God move in a supernatural. They seen Him do things that they were a part of. They co-labored with. They they, they were a part. And here's what here's what I, here's what I see in this story, and, and I believe it's for us. And that's why the renewed mind is so important uh, from this story in itself. Is, is I don't feel like I don't feel like they no longer. Jesus wasn't giving them a pass anymore. He said, For "What you saw, what you've seen, what you've been a part of here today, you need to stop looking at what you don't have." Hey, I don't. I preached all night to get here. You need to stop looking at what you don't have. After what you've experienced, after this supernatural work. After everything that's went on, you need to stop looking. You you can no longer start with what I don't have. You cannot. You cannot. You can't start there no more. Because you've seen what God has done. Jesus has lifted, if you want to call it, the veil and brung revelation. And that revelation is always an invitation. Here's some Keith Lincoln-isms. Revelation is the invitation. Does that sound like Keith Lankus or what? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know that's the highest form of flattery, don't you, brother? It is. is. That's not making fun. That's flattery. Keith Lankus-ism. Revelation. Revelation is the invitation to come and experience, to encounter. To encounter, I will tell you what 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 God's give you revelation. He's invited you in, and you're to experience that so that you'll be what this message was originally two weeks ago. Experience the person, the person of Jesus Christ, because just principles and theories and teachings as is, is, is wild as I am about all that. Sometimes that's not odd, that that will not renew the mind. It's this invitation into the experience, into the encounter. John 5, 39, you told the Pharisees, you search the scriptures, you think you have life. No, they testify of me. And if you don't never get to me, if you just get theories and principles and all that, you never get to me don't Have life. You never get there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I believe that tonight. Amen. I believe this. I believe this. And, and I've got to get ready to close. Everyone who's coming can come on. I gotta I do. But I, I believe we're either thinking with this renewed mind, with minds that are renewed. Or, or 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 we're 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 at odds with God. We're at odds with his will. Come on. I believe that. We're, 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 we're even maybe at times at war with God. Either we're thinking with the renewed mind. Come on, Wednesday night people. I knew I had to preach this on Wednesday. I don't want a Sunday Sunday morning would have died right here in the church. We'd have had to raise them all. I knew Wednesday night, Lord, Wednesday night. And I'm doing this all for a reason. Because, because that's what God He wants this lump fully leavened. Yeah. He wants this whole lump fully leavened. He, he, he wants us to have. A renewed mind. This church, if, if, if we're, if we're going to continue to grow and, and, and to move, that's what it's going to take. If, if we're not going to get hung up. Amen. Amen. I believe that. I believe that tonight. When well, we'll look at the impossible and say, you know what? That makes sense. We won't say, well, you know, is it because we got no bread? No. I believe it. As a church, we will continue to to change and even change dramatically in his power. In his power with the renewed mind. And, And we desperately need to. We do. We do. Have you ever thought about this? Even if there wasn't a devil, and there is, he's working for sure but he gets no glory here. But even if there wasn't, we still need the renewed mind. We do. We still need this renewed mind because we, we still got issues. We still got misguided hearts and emotions, feeling fallen. That's why our minds got to be renewed because our minds are fallen and finite. They have limits, and our minds have come from a fallen place. Thank Yes. I know I got close. I really did. I really did. From all that we've seen, all that we've heard. everything, everything he's acting from uh, in our whole life, think think about that. From that place, from that place, from that point, that 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 needs to be where I start from. Not from what i do. not Whatever challenge we face next, and we will face some. I'll tell you, we will face, you will face some. All you Wednesday night people, you will face challenges. I don't know what the next challenge will be. I don't know what the next place will be. I don't know what's coming up next. But I just want to tell you something. We, we We need to go into that whenever that comes. Whenever that comes, you remember Preacher Lee saying, whenever that next challenge comes, whatever it is, whatever it is, you don't look at what you don't have take it on what you've already seen what you've already heard what the kingdom has already leavened in you and you approach it from there whatever that is that's why today today, today I I can stand and say Friday when Grey Bear goes for her doctor's appointment her numbers are going up They're going up. They're going up. I'm going to declare the word of the Lord. Going up. They're going up. They're going up. They're going up. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. God's great works should affect us and adjust our thinking. Shana, is your thinking adjusted? Did it affect you? Just a little bit. Donnie, it affects you, don't it? Anybody in here, God, do something great in their life? It affects you. Close, but my, my destiny, my destiny is heaven. I know that. That's my destiny. That's that's where I'm going. But you know what? D- Jesus, as the Savior, is going to do that job. He's going to. How mean know? He's going to get me to heaven. I got nothing to do with that. Other than my part in in the salvation process. But it, it's his thing. But but know if you thought about this. But but my purpose is that's not the same as my destiny. My my, my purpose is to bring. Heaven's reality, if you will, if you want to say it that way, here, that's my job, thy kingdom, on earth, as it is in heaven, was that a good point, Brent?